and welcome to the College Basketball Road to Madness show. We're on the eve of the NCAA Basketball Tournament. Our man Dynamite David is with it. And we're going to get into some bets for this NCAA Tournament. We're going to do both days, Thursday and Friday. we got a whole host of bets to get into. Are you ready to get into this and uh, win us some money here? Yeah, I'm really looking forward to tomorrow. Uh, can't get here soon enough. Yeah, definitely so. All right, we're going to break this down by uh, just region by region, west, east, south, midwest. Then we'll, uh, at the end of each region, we'll give our uh, sort of, I guess we'll call them futures. Uh, probably advancement bets would be the uh, most uh, glowing term to put them in. I don't quite know what to categorize them in, but uh, uh, a little bit boosted odds for teams to uh, maybe make it to the Sweet 16, Elite 8, Final Four, and stuff like that. So let's get out west, and let's start with Gonzaga and Georgia State. Let's kick things off there. Uh, the spread on this one's 23.5 over under at 149. Uh I'll tell you, most of the time on uh, one-seed-type games, I I'm pretty much always a pass. Is there anything here that uh, you fell in love with or be on a quick pass uh, tour on this one? Yeah, this one's a little large for me. Um, there's a couple one-seeds I've got some plays in this year, but this is not one of them. Uh, I kind of looked at the under, but I think there's a potential for 100-plus here from Gonzaga, so uh, not, not sure where that's going to fall. So yeah, I'm staying I away. I always find these hard because, you know, Gonzaga can make this score pretty much whatever they want. And how much do they want to put into this game and such. So basically, I just stay away, uh, especially total wise, because like you said, Gonzaga could easily hang 100 on here. And, uh, and yeah. it just messes with the total. So uh, we'll move on to that one, to uh, one. I do have uh, a play in, and it's probably one of the most interesting games in this field here, Memphis versus Boise State. Three-point favorites is Memphis. Uh, the total sits at 134 here. Um, where are you thinking on this one? Because uh, I got a play on this one. Do you have any play on uh, Memphis-Boise State here? I've got a lean. I haven't quite gone all in yet. Um, nothing. I don't really like uh, the pick here, but I'm, I'm going to pick all the games uh, tomorrow. I'm leaning Boise State, but it's not one I really like. I think this is going to be a close game. Uh, Memphis played pretty well down the stretch, but uh, Boise State's just been really consistent all year. Uh, it's going to be a just, you know, if, if the youth from Memphis can come together and overcome the the just the steady experience and defensive style of Boise State. Yeah, this is interesting because uh, I, I think I started out earlier in the week probably pretty solid on Memphis, but uh, I'm starting to gear myself toward Boise State. I, I know the Mountain West has had a you know a, a bad time in the tournament in their history. Uh, I think some of that is just straight matchup based. They haven't always been given the uh, best uh, sort of matchups here, and then I, I just think this Boise State team probably can control the pace versus Memphis team. You have basically yeah. two totally different styles of play here in this matchup. You have uh, Memphis who's trying to push the pace as fast as they can, both offensively and defensively. And then you have Boise State who basically is just trying to slow this thing down as pretty much as much as they can. So I think Boise State gets control of this pace, especially you see in tournament games that they can get control. So I'm going to ride Boise here, 
getting the uh, points at plus two and a half. I'm also going to make a play on that under. I got 133 and a half. I just think in these tournament games, you know you're going to start slow. You're shooting in uh, different gyms that you aren't used to. And uh, basically, uh, playing an over on Boise State is insane. They tried to make that yeah. San Diego State-Boise uh, State thing as low as they possibly could, and the game still went under on that. So uh, I got two plays on this one. Boise State plus the 2.5. I talked myself into that. And then the under at 133.5. I think as long as this thing stays around 128, 129, I think you hit that under pretty hard. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty locked in on the Boise State getting the points here. Uh, haven't quite pulled the trigger yet, but that's that's probably where I'm going to roll. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to the next game and let's go to UConn and New Mexico State. Uh, in this one, this one is an interesting one. A very good team in New Mexico State uh, getting plus seven. Uh, in this one, over under total sits at one thirty one. Do you have a play in this one? Uh. I have one. I'm I'm really looking like I've got UConn in my bracket here, but I think that plus points is is almost too good to pass up for New Mexico State here. I think this is going to be a hard fought, close battle, um, and and UConn really hasn't blown away many opponents this year uh, throughout their schedule. So I think getting seven is is some pretty good value there. Yeah, I, I got an interesting play here. Uh, it, it's going to be more of an advancement play uh, than the actual play in the spread because I, I do respect uh, UConn. Uh, so I, I think I'm going to sit the game out. But uh, at the end of this, I, I do have a play on New Mexico State because I fully think they're capable of playing with UConn and you know maybe advancing further than uh, just the second round. I, I think this is a pretty good uh, New Mexico State team, and they've shown the ability uh, the last handful of years to uh, maybe not always get the upset, but uh, I, I remember two years ago when they lost to Auburn on that last second shot. They, they can play with the big boys for sure. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the next one. Uh, this one's an upset favorite of everyone, and honestly, I I really want to make the play on it, but I, I just can't pull the trigger. Uh, Vermont versus Arkansas. Uh, it's minus five for Arkansas, so you aren't even getting great value because everybody, you know, one, looks at Vermont's record, and then two, probably looks at margin of victory and sees that the over-under sits at 130 and 9.5. Uh, I, I'm just a pass on this one as well because it, it, it's just too hard to call. Uh, I, I'm wondering if you're ready to play Vermont in this one or you think Arkansas can blow that out. I, I don't see how you can make a play on Arkansas really, really confidently at minus five. But uh, are you making a play on Arkansas? Well, well get ready to see it because you're going to see it with me here. Um, I'm not buying the upset hype here. I think uh, Vermont's played a really, really weak schedule. Uh and, and it's quite the opposite for Arkansas. They've gone through quite the gauntlet. They've proven to compete with the best of the SEC, uh, which is one of the better conferences in the country. I think five and a half is kind of generous here. I, I like Arkansas minus the five and a half. Yeah, uh, that's where I'm pulling back. I think if this was seven, uh, I, I'd probably pounce on Vermont. I don't know if I take the money line. Because also, I have a bunch of futures uh, in Arkansas. I, I think they're a very good basketball team. And I think that's where I, I sort of – I'm upset that this is the matchup that Vermont got because I, I think they could beat a handful of these teams uh, in this tournament. I don't know if they can beat Arkansas, though. Yeah, 
I just think the defense of, off, uh, of Arkansas is going to be too tough to overcome for Vermont. I think uh, they're going to force them into a lot of – Arkansas is going to force them into a lot of turnovers, and that's going to be the difference. I see Arkansas winning by double digits here, so I'm jumping all over the five and a half. Yeah, all right. Uh, next game up, uh, Alabama versus Rutgers or Notre Dame. Uh, the odds are, are sort of projected on this one, no total projected, but uh, – Alabama five and a half versus Rutgers, uh, Alabama three and a half versus Notre Dame. Um, honestly, uh, this is basically a total pass on all sides. Uh, I, I don't think you could consistently you say pass that. on the play-in game. Yeah, too. Uh, right. this <laughs> is just if you're gambling on this, uh, I, I don't know how you go. This team's going to show up today because. These three teams, none of them show up on a consistent basis. Um, I, I have a couple plays on Auburn's in, you know, advancement plays, but uh, overall, I, I'm just I'm not touching Alabama versus Rutgers or Notre Dame. There's no telling what you're going to get here. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm the same way. I'm staying away here. I didn't play the playing game. I'm not going to play uh, this one as well. I do have Alabama advancing on my bracket though. Yeah, uh, the only thing I'd say in that play-in game, I, I take a peek at the under on Rutgers Notre Dame, but uh, it's pretty low. So uh, I, I just think that's just total stay away. All right, uh, Texas Tech Montana State. Um, I, I just I guess the West is going to be boring for me because I don't have a ton of act here in the West. It's just sort of the good things that I thought could get upsets are playing teams that uh, I, I don't really f fancy being upset and uh, it, it's just it goes like that so Texas Tech Montana State I, I just once again I, I don't think uh, you know there could be an upset there in Texas Tech and Montana State are you seeing any uh, upset on Texas Tech and Montana State here no but you know knee-jerk reaction I looked at I'm like has Texas Tech beat anybody this year by 15 and a half points? I'm not, I'm not sure if they have, um, but I just don't think I can make this play. Uh, I, I, I was tempted to take the points in Montana state, but uh, I, I, I don't believe it that much. And uh, Texas Tech is so good defensively uh, that they could shut them down completely. Um, so yeah, this is a big stay away from me. Yeah. It, it's a stay away from me uh, as well. I just, I, I think Texas Tech probably, uh, too good a team to get pulled into the trap and I, I don't the big sky isn't one of those who always uh makes a lot of uh you know advancement in the ncaa tournament uh you know even uh you know a handful of 20 years ago uh when weber state uh made a nice little run to the sweet 16 with uh harold arsenal it's just not a, a conference that does a lot of advancement uh overall in the tournament all right uh next up i will have some action on this one. Oh yeah I, I think you have some action on this one as well uh I, i'll say it now too there's some advanced uh advancement plays as well on this one uh, Michigan State versus Davidson uh, in this matchup. Uh, Davidson, uh, one-and-a-half point dogs in this one. Uh, the total sits at uh, a nice little 140-and-a-half, so it's basically probably your basic average of a college basketball game total. I don't have a play on the total, uh, but I got a couple plays here. What, what are you thinking in this one? Yeah, I, I love Davidson here. Uh, I've, I'll definitely take the point and a half, probably take the money line. And I definitely have uh, some other bets on them we can discuss here in just a minute. But uh, I just, you know, I test on both of these teams. I, I haven't seen much of anything I like from Michigan State all year. 
very inconsistent. Uh, they go cold offensively. Okay defense, but Davidson, when I watch them, I see a really well-disciplined team that passes the ball well, can score the ball well. Many people can score the ball well. I just think all around they're the better team. And um, and honestly, it should be the favorites here, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, I, I got a couple plays here. One, Davidson plus the one and a half uh, is an automatic play. And then I did a couple alternate line plays. Uh, Davidson at minus five and a half is plus 220. Davidson at minus six and a half is plus 260. Davidson at minus seven and a half is plus 300. I, I easily think this could be one of those where Davidson wins by 10, uh, 11 points. So you get pretty nice value if you push the line up and make Davidson favored. Uh, when I was looking at it, I, I think I'd make probably Davidson a three-point favorite in this game if I was making the line. Uh, Michigan State's just getting the love because it's Michigan State. Uh, and so I, I'm really aggressive on this one. I'll be a, aggressive on this one, too, uh, in my advancement play. So I got plus one and a half uh, for sure. And then I, I'm skipping the money line just because it, it's so low uh, at the one and a yep. half. And I'm just taking uh, alternate spreads, five and a half to 20, six and a half to 60, seven and a half, 300. Uh, you, you could sort of maybe win two or three of those. You could win three of three of those uh, and, and win a, a nice little combo package of a money there. But I think Davidson runs away with this. I, I just think they're the better team. Michigan State hasn't shown the ability to sort of uh, even come near being able to score with a team like Davidson. Yeah, for sure. All right, uh, Duke, Cal State, Fullerton, 18 and uh, 143 and a half. Duke team didn't end the season well, uh, but this isn't really a two seed that I think could probably give them uh, a, a ton of problems. Uh, that being said, if I was going to take something in this, I, I think the plus 18 would probably be the play here. It, it seemed a little bit large, uh, but uh, I, I don't really have a play in this game. What are you thinking on this one? Yeah, this is a this is another stay away from me. I think Duke could come out and and want to get some uh, offensive rhythm going, and may put a bunch up on them here just because they can. Uh, I do see Duke struggling uh, very near future, but not this round. Yeah. All right. Uh, so those are our plays out west. Let's get into some advancement ones. Uh, I have a one, two, three of them here. Uh, we'll start out uh, with me. I, I got Alabama Elite Eight at plus seven to one. I mentioned I didn't want to touch them in the first round, and uh, it, it's basically because we could get them in the final four. We could get them losing by 20 in the first round. There, There's yep. not a lot of uh, middle ground there, but uh, you know, I, I look at their bracket. If they win that first round, or the second round matchup versus Texas Tech, I do think there's a chance they can make a run, you know. I don't know if they can beat Gonzaga for a second time, but, uh, you know, Elite Eight at 7-1, to one, I, I think that's pretty good value. So I, I throw a little on that. Uh, and then New Mexico State at uh, Sweet 16 at uh, plus 12-1. to one. I look at their uh, sort of uh, matchup here. If they beat UConn, Arkansas-Vermont winner, I think they could, uh, you know, move on. I think they match up pretty well with Arkansas. They play a very similar style uh, of basketball. 12-1 to one odds to get to the Sweet 16. I think that's pretty good value. And then uh, the last four mentioned Davidson. I have Sweet 16 and Elite 8. Uh, 650 to go to the Sweet 16. 14-1 to one to go to the Elite 8. I think that's really, really good value uh 
especially if you uh, think they can beat Duke. I, I think they could ride through all the way into that Elite Eight. Really good value. It's six and a half to one to get to Sweet 16. So uh, you got any advancement ones here out west? Yeah, I have two, and they're the last two that you just mentioned. I think the um, the Davidson 650 Sweet 16 and the, and the Elite Eight 1400 are both really good value, which uh, I see them, you know, that Duke game will be good, but I, I think they're completely capable of upsetting Duke and then probably an easier game in the Sweet 16 round if they can get past Duke. So it really falls well for them to make a little run, uh, at least up until Gonzaga. But uh, I, I look for Davidson to go pretty deep in the tournament. Yeah, I, I think so as well. I, I think that be a good value uh, for your money there. All right, let's switch the things out uh, into the south here. Uh, let's start out with Arizona State versus Wright State or Bryant. Uh, 16 and a half points probably spread for Wright State, 17 for uh, Bryant. No play on this for me. Uh, though, if, if I was taking one, I'd probably take Arizona. I think uh, both these teams have a, a lot of flaws. Uh I'd also look at an over. If Bryant advanced between Arizona and Bryant, there could be, you know, uh, 180 points scored in that game. But my guess is that total w- would be up in the mid-150s. So uh, no play on that uh, number one seed for me. Uh, any play on that one for you? No, I'm not touching that one at all. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll move on to the interesting 8-9 matchup. Uh, I think these teams are basically just mirror clones of one of another. Uh, Seton Hall, one-point favorite uh, versus TCU. Uh, total sits at 130. I, I'm going to be stupid and take Seton Hall, uh, but it, it, it wouldn't... It wouldn't be my most aggressive uh, play, uh, but I, I do think Seton Hall's a little undervalued here. I think they probably a little bit better than TCU, uh, but it's not something I, I'm very aggressive on uh, at all, and uh, I certainly uh, would not be like just thinking Seton Hall can roll past this game, but uh, I do have down Seton Hall as uh, one of my straight bets. Yeah, yeah um, I've got TCU on my bracket. My play here on is on the betting is I like the under 130 and a half. Um, I think both these teams are going to struggle a little bit um, getting the ball in the basket. They're going to be very physical with each other. Uh, and so I, I think it's going to be a pretty low-scoring game. You mentioned, you know, first-round jitters, strange gym, uh, playoff competitiveness. I'm, I'm going to take the under 130 and a half. I think this is somewhere around 120-ish. Uh, maybe 125, but I think you're sitting pretty safe under 130. Yeah, I, I think that's probably a, a decent play, uh, but uh, not aggressive, but uh, we'll see. All right, uh, we'll move to Houston UAB. Uh, UAB getting a, a, a lot of love. Uh, I, I don't totally know why. I think if you watched North Texas the other day, uh, have to go to overtime with the uh, Texas State. Uh, I, I begin to get a little bit ner- more nervous here, Uh from the uh, Conference USA selection. I, I just don't think they were that deep a conference. And I think, you know, the American Conference was a little deeper than people think. Uh, the odds, though, eight and a half seemed a little bit big. Maybe that's why people are going after them. But uh, I, I think people forget how good Houston was last year. They made a run through this tournament. I, I think <clears throat> they're terribly underseated because I, I guess they sort of didn't go in to their conference tournament playing all that well. But I think that might have had more to do with them being wrapped up basically three weeks before that. Uh, they pretty much cruised the Cosworth tournament. Yeah. So eight and a half, 138. I don't have a play on it, but uh, I, I don't think I'd take UAB. But uh, you got a play on this one? 
Yeah, you know, going through my notes, I had UAB written down. The more I thought about it, the, the more I realized I need to respect Houston a little bit more. Um, this is a team that was uh, right up there in the top ten for a long time um, this year. And, and like you said, there was a couple games where they had everything pretty much at hand. They rested, and then that conference tournament, they blew through it. They handled Memphis in the championship game. wasn't even an issue. Um, I think they could win this game pretty large, but uh, yeah. I'm not confident enough to take the minus eight and a half. I think it's just to sit back and, and see – uh, how exactly Houston performs and, and maybe make a play on them in the second round. Yeah, I, I think probably uh, more value of them as they move on later in the tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, that being said, uh, if this goes down, uh, you know, in and around six with the way the money's coming in on UAB, uh, I, I'm not going to lie. I'll probably start to grab Houston because I, I just think UAB is getting a little overvalued because they have one really, really good player. I, I'm not sure how good that team is. Uh, you know, they they very, very luckily ran through that conference tournament. Uh, you know, there there were a couple games there where they probably should have lost. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm staring at that one for sure. I'll tell you one thing to look for. Uh, if Illinois were to get past the first round, uh, I'd love to see Houston getting points against Illinois. I'd be all th- on that all day long. Yeah, definitely so. All right, uh, speaking of Illinois, uh, yeah. we got Illinois versus Chattanooga here. Um, this one is an interesting one. It, it seems like back-to-back years that they've uh, sort of given uh, Illinois a, a rough little draw <coughs> in these opening rounds. Uh, Illinois at 7 uh, is the line over under at 135. What are you looking at here? Do you have a play on this game? I think 7.5 is a little bloated. Um, I I really want to take Chattanooga here, but I've seen them uh, not be quite as dominant as they've been in years past, uh, winning games a little closer. I mean, we saw the buzzer beater in their championship game. Um, They may not have what it takes to knock off a big dog this year, uh, but it wouldn't surprise me. Uh, For that reason, I'm going to stay away from this first round, and then uh, we'll see where we go from there. Yeah, I got a couple plays on Chattanooga here just because I I think, one, I I think you'll see I'm going to fade a lot of the Big Ten teams here, Yeah. uh, especially with teams like Chattanooga who I think are, you know, at at least on their level. If you told me Chattanooga played in the Big Ten, I don't think I'd be stunned if they had the same record as, say, a Michigan or a Wisconsin or, you know, like that. I think they're in and around on that level. So I'm taking the seven and a half. I'm going to take the money line also I, I look at the two uh, there are two alternate lines here minus two and a half for chattanooga uh pays uh 375 and minus three and a half plays 450 uh you know i, I think people think in march there are all these mother beaters and everything's sort of like a one point game uh, but really mostly what happens it's a three or four point game those last 20 seconds and the other team tends to foul uh, you know over and over and that lead gets more in the six seven range so i think there's if you think chattanooga can win uh, i think there's value in taking that two and a half and three and a half and really grabbing that nice sort of 375 and 450 value uh, plus the straight up money line 280. I, I think the spread seven and a half really really good value though uh, for an Illinois team who's uh, just been sort of inconsistent. The other thing is Chattanooga has size that can match up with Illinois, so uh, I, I think there's really really good value there with Chattanooga. All right, uh, speaking of the uh, aforementioned Michigan. Uh, Colorado State and Michigan here, and uh, I'm going to tell you, one, uh, that I I took it at a number, 
uh, before the Michigan guard got ruled out and the numbers dropped significantly now. So uh, Michigan's two-point favorites now on the thing, uh, 138 and a half uh, on this. Uh, and I'll, I'll tell you, Sunday, I was all about thinking Michigan would advance here. Uh, but uh, I, I'm thinking Colorado State is the better team. I think I'll just end up going down with the Mountain West here. Uh, I, I think Boise State, Colorado State, and uh, San Diego State, all really, really good teams. So I'm taking Colorado State here plus the one and a half in this game. I'm also going to ride the over at 136 and a half. Uh, both these teams are pretty solid on the offensive end and sort of mid-tier on the defensive end. I think that there's a game where there'll be some, some scoring in this one, and, and it played in the 70s. I think it's this game. So Michigan State, Colorado State. I have the one and a half and the over 136 and a half. Yeah, I love Colorado State here, and this is uh, another case of where I'm going to kind of fade the public here. Uh, I saw a thing just a few moments ago that Michigan right now is the most popular upset on the bracket, um, I guess just because they're Michigan. But uh, I, I do have a little bit of trust issues with Colorado State uh, because they seem to kind of drop the ball anytime they play the higher-ranked yes. teams. Um and I think that's because of their streaky shooting that they run into. Are where we considering they, Michigan, though, like a higher-ranked team? Not really. Uh, <laughs> an undeserving team, in my opinion, yeah. uh, for the tournament and uh, due to an inflated opinion of the Big Ten. <clears throat> so I'm taking Colorado State. I've got them at plus two and a half. Um, I didn't look at any adjusted lines yet. I'll probably take some more there because uh, I could see them winning by more. Yeah. Um, uh, I just I think this is a no-brainer right here. Well, that, it's a good sign we're both on Colorado State, which probably means the Mountain West is going to go over and uh, they lose by 20 in each game. So uh, <laughs> that should be a fun watch uh, together for sure. Let's move on to Tennessee versus Longwood here. Uh, Tennessee, big, big uh, favorites in this one, 17-point favorites. Total sits at 132 and a half. Uh, you know, I, I just – I don't think Longwood can get the upset here, but uh, I, I'd be very stunned if, if Tennessee could cover this 17 points and a half. I think Longwood can just score, you know, too many points in this game. And, and speaking of that, uh, I, I think this total is pretty low for, yeah. you know, Tennessee – tends to slow down the pace versus really good teams, but teams on this level that are pretty open and, and give up points, they, they tend to score solidly versus. So I, I think this game's easily played in the 70s. So I'm riding the over in this game, and I'm taking that plus 17. I don't think I'd grab the upset in this one, though. I, I'd probably stare at it, I, but Longwood isn't used to this tournament stuff, so I think – it might be a spirited first half, and then things start to fade away in the second half. Uh, granted, I, I don't know if you can ever trust a Rick Barnes team. Uh, I heard a bad stat the other day. <coughs> He's won 11 and a one against the spread in the NCAA tournament uh, since I, I think Texas went to the Elite Eight uh, like uh, 15 years ago. That's not a positive sign, uh, really. So uh, I take in Longwood plus that 17 and the over 132 and a half. What's your feel on this one? Yeah, my best bet is definitely the over here. I think that's a no-brainer. Uh, may look and see if you could buy even higher value. I think this is easily going to go over 140. Yeah. Um, so see what odds you can get there. Maybe buy it up a little bit. Um, I'm tempted to take Longwood plus the points here too because I know Tennessee doesn't really blow out a lot of opponents. But I think I've seen earlier in the year some of the opponents that we did blow out are teams that we got in shootouts with. Um, so if, if Tennessee is uh, – 
hitting their shots, I, I think this could be something where they come out and win big. Would not surprise me at all if it's a very close game. Um, but I could also see it at the end. I don't see Longwood winning outright yeah. in any scenario. Uh, but I see it's Other either going to be a Rick close Barnes game. scenario. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't I don't think there, a loss is coming here. I think you could have a close scare if you struggle offensively. Um, but they haven't really struggled offensively as of late. They've been in kind of a groove. Some players that uh, were shooting poorly earlier in the year are shooting better. Um, so uh, if, if that shooting's there, I think it potentially win this one big. But so, I mean – safest money is the over here for sure yeah definitely so all right uh, we'll move on to ohio state loyola <laughs> chicago uh you're gonna have to explain uh this to me because the game opened one and a half point favorites loyola chicago uh i'm up to plus one and a half uh mm-hmm. for loyola chicago total <laughs> sits at 135 uh I, I, if we're dating back to tournament history loyola chicago has it um Ohio State doesn't. Uh, if we're dating to play, Loyola uh, Chicago has it. Ohio State doesn't. Uh, what is the advantage of taking Ohio State here other than they are a very large school who plays mediocre basketball? I tell you what, I tried to get on board with Ohio State a whole bunch this year, and every time I tried, they let me down. Uh, they remind me a lot of Michigan State, um, just really inconsistent offensively. Uh, they rely on a few hot guards to, to get streaky shots, and if that's not there, they can just completely disappear in some of these games. Uh, and, you know, maybe they were looking at Loyola from, you know, a month into the season. They were having their struggles. Um, not, you know, not quite as impressive as they'd been in years past, but they've really turned it on uh, down the stretch, and I, I love Loyola here. I've got them at getting a point and a half, and uh, if you tell me some of those advanced odds there, I'll probably buy some more points Uh or sell some points there uh, to get some more money. Yeah, definitely. So I, I looked at a couple of them. They weren't great, which tells me uh, they <laughs> all think that Loyola Chicago is the winner. But uh, for some reason, people are putting all their money on Ohio State because uh, I think I looked at the two and a half and the three and a half, and it was like 125 and 135. And I was like, well, uh, that's not a whole lot of value uh, to flip the line yeah. three or four points. So I was like, all right, I'll just take the plus one and a half and uh, ride myself to victory in this one. I I just, I, I'm honestly stunned that the uh, money is coming in on Ohio State, uh, especially since we've basically seen Loyola Chicago play in this tournament for four or five years now, and they always are a pretty consistent team out of at least advancing out of that first round. So, uh, riding that one. All right, uh, next up on the uh, slate, Villanova, Delaware in this one. Uh, I don't really have a play in this one. 16 for Villanova over under sits at 133 anything for you in this one no i mean you could probably talk me into villanova minus the points but i i don't think the risk is worth the reward there I, i'd say just sit back and wait for the next round with nova yeah uh, the thing i'd be scared with nova here is uh they just sort of pack it in pretty quick they get to a 12 15 point lead and it's just sort of ride this thing out uh they play at a pretty slow pace anyway so i, I think if they get yeah. up 10 11 12 uh this thing just them bleeding the shot clock down, getting a solid shot, and uh, putting this one away. So I, I don't think I could make myself take Villanova, but I, I just don't think the Colonial's very good, even though Delaware had a nice uh, little solid uh, run there towards the end. It's just 
not as good a conference as it has been in the past. All right, uh, so I got a couple advancements uh, here in the southern region. Uh, not as many as in the uh, the west, but uh, one is UTC. Sweet 16 sits at 10 to 1 there. Uh, I, I thought that was really, really nice uh, play uh, on that one, especially with their matchup versus Illinois. I think they could handle that one. The Houston matchup's a little trickier, but once again, I think this helps because UTC has size. They have big guys, so it's not going to be one of these where they're going to get bullied around, and basically they're playing two teams who like to bully you as well. So I, I think there's pretty solid matchups in there. 10 to 1 seems like pretty good value in that one. Uh, Colorado Sweet State, Sweet 16, 8 to 1. I really, really kind of like that one. Uh, the more I, I sort of like them in their first-round matchup, you get them in a matchup versus Tennessee. I don't know if they can handle that kind of physicality defense, but it's something they'd be used to, having played Boise State, having played San Diego State. Uh, yeah. So they're kind of used to those type of games. Uh, so I don't think it'd stun them out and right, outright, uh, that sort of physicality and slow pace. So 8-1 to one seemed like pretty good value to me. And then Villanova, Final Four, 4-1. Four to one. I think they got a pretty easy path, at least to the Elite Eight there. So I, I see pretty good value at, at four to one for me and, and a couple advancement props out of the South. I, I've just got one here, and it's it's kind of contradicts what I was saying earlier. But like you said, there's the Rick Barnes factor. Um, I've got Longwood at uh, 20 to one odds to get to the Sweet 16. Yeah. Um, I think if they get past Tennessee, it's anyone's game in that second round against either uh, Colorado State or Michigan. Uh, I think Tennessee is the tougher matchup for them there. So if they can get past Tennessee, they can they can very well beat the next team up. Uh, so it, it, I don't think it's going to happen, but at that 20 to 1 value for two wins is pretty pretty good money. Yeah, we were, we were sort of looking at it the same thing. In that second round matchup, it's basically all four of those teams. I, I think you could see advancing into the Sweet 16, so it's probably worth taking a, a value shot on a couple of those. All right, let's move uh, to the East region. Let's go uh, Baylor-Norfolk State here. Um, no play for me on this one. Uh, you know, it, it, you probably could make me take Baylor at 21 and a half because I, I think Norfolk probably will struggle to get to about 50 points, and it's probably pretty easy that uh, Baylor can get to 70, but uh, I, I'm just I'm not in love with it. I probably won't watch a ton of this game, so that makes it even less reason to bet on it. Uh, 137 and a half the total. Any play on this one uh, for you? No, I don't have anything here. All right, let's move on to the 8-9, North Carolina versus Marquette. Uh, this one is uh, another matchup of teams that are inconsistent as inconsistent can be. Uh, I, I didn't like this line, North Carolina at 3, uh, 150 and a half on the uh total. I actually have it at 152 and a half yep. right now, uh, so... I don't really have a play on the game. I have a couple plays on North Carolina in advancement, but uh, I, I think this thing goes under. You know Marquette's going to try to slow this pace down. They aren't going to want to get into an up-and-down game with North Carolina. Uh, and if North Carolina's having one of their off days, I think it goes under. And I just think this pace will be slow. So I think uh, 152 and a half. And honestly, I'm just going to wait till game day and see how high this climbs because everybody's just going to jump all over, uh, you know, the over in this game. 
Yeah, I'm taking the under here for sure. Uh, I think I stay on the under all the way down to 150, maybe even a little further than that. Uh, I, I I think this game is going to kind of be nasty, and and I don't see Marquette carrying their share of the points here. Um, now, uh, they could have a close matchup where they both are in the 70s-ish, uh, but I don't see Marquette getting out of 70. So yeah. unless, unless North Carolina goes off for one of their 90-point scorers, scoring games, this thing's not going to go over. Yeah, and I just don't think the pace will be uh, where North Carolina could get to one of those, you know, 90-point uh, scoring games. Uh, no play for you on the, uh, you know, spread here. It just, it, it's too... No, I've got Carolina in my bracket. Uh, I think they should win this, but Marquette may be able to muck it up enough to, yeah. to, to take it, so I don't feel very confident about the spread pick here. Uh, probably just play the under. Yeah, definitely so. All right, uh, St. Mary's versus uh, Indiana. This uh, hits at two. I haven't seen an over-under on that one yet, uh, but uh, I, I did have St. Mary's marked down as a two here. Uh, I, I just think they're a better team. They'll allow to execute Indiana to death, and uh, you, you don't even get somebody who can sort of control the pace. Uh, Indiana wants to play slow defensive game. St. Mary's will just laugh at them and backdoor cut them into layups the whole game. So uh, St. Mary's at two. I, I'm all over that one uh, for sure. Yeah, I like St. Mary's here as well. Um, interestingly enough, when I filled out my bracket, I had Wyoming advancing here. Uh, I think Wyoming was more uh, capable of beating oh, yeah. St. Mary's than Indiana. Uh, so now that Indiana's made it through, I, I'm going to take St. Mary's minus the points here. I, I think they're going to uh, have an easy ride to the next round. Yeah, definitely. So, all right, uh, here's an interesting one. Uh, UCLA and Akron, uh, there's there's a weird sort of a double thing going on here. Uh, there's a lot of money coming in on Akron, but there's a lot of money on UCLA to sort of make runs in this tournament and come out and, and make it to the Final Four. So uh, there's sort of a, a split thought here. First round game, I think a lot of people like Akron because how they closed in that MAC tournament. But I, I think people think if UCLA can get out of this, they can make a run to the Elite Eight or the Final Four. I certainly think they're capable of that. Uh, I am a little nervous their depth. I basically UCLA has five really good players and uh, nothing else. Uh, so I got a couple plays in this. Uh, the odds are fourteen. Uh, for UCLA, 129 and a half on the total. Uh, actually, I'm playing the uh, first half in this one. Akron first half plus seven and a half. I think they could stay with UCLA for about a half. I think it, uh, they'll pull away in this one. I might throw a little on the Akron money line at eight to one because I think there's decent value there. Uh, but uh, my play on this one's first half Akron plus seven and a half. I, I like the Akron plus 13 and a half for the yeah. game here. I think this is something where uh, I could see this being a, one of those scare games where UCLA gets down early. Everybody thinks UCLA is going to get knocked off and they claw back and have just enough to get through this game. Uh, but I don't see them covering this spread. I think Akron's been playing really well down the stretch and they're going to keep this one within uh, within that 14. Yeah, I, I think so as well. All right. Uh, next up on the slate, uh, Texas versus Virginia Tech. Uh, Virginia Tech, uh, the darling of the metric people. Uh, Texas has Chris Beard as their coach. I think that's about all they have. Uh, Texas favored by one in this one. Uh, total sits at 124 and a half. Uh, I 
I really sort of wanted to take that under, uh, but it's a little uh, lower than I, I really want to, especially uh, since I think Virginia Tech wins this game. Uh, I have Virginia Tech uh, in this one. I, I think they probably uh, win this game uh, outright, but uh, plus one and a half. I'm taking the points in this. Yeah, I love Virginia Tech here as well. Uh, I've got a few futures on them, but uh, I, I think they're going to win this game pretty easily. I haven't seen anything really that impresses me from Texas. Every time they have a chance to impress me, they let me down. Uh, they pretty much took care of business against the teams below them, but never really stepped up and took care of any of the teams above them. Uh, and, and Virginia Tech did just that in their tournament and uh, has been playing pretty well. So I like Virginia Tech here, the hot hand. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll move on to the next one. And uh, I've had a little bit of a, a feel on this one now. I, I, I might be leaning uh, to, towards an Ivy here. Purdue, minus 16. Yale, plus 16. Total sits at uh, 143 here. Uh, I, I'm really interested with this one because I started to look at the metrics. And it's... It's interesting how sort of similar these teams play at pace, play at offense, play at defense. Um, you know, Purdue clearly has the better players, but it's sort of stylistically, they might play the exact same game. And I, I think Yale can probably hang with them. So I do like that uh, sort of 16 sitting here at Yale. Uh, I'll, I'll say I got a couple of uh, advancement props here on Yale too, because I think they might be able to stick around enough to spring the upset here. So I also like that 10 to one money line. I think that could be there. Uh, we've never really sort of seen uh, Purdue make a, a real strong run uh, under uh, Matt Painter. So uh, I, I just think 10 to one, probably pretty good value in that one. I'm also looking a little bit at that under 141 and a half. I think that could definitely hit too. Cause I think Yale will try to slow it down even more than they already do. Yeah. I'm not as confident in the spread pick as you are. I think the under may be the better play. I have nothing here. Um, nothing. I really felt good enough to bet on. Um, the under may hit because I think Yale's going to do everything they can to slow this game down. Uh, but I just don't see them being able to slow down Purdue's efficiency uh, in the paint in this one. Uh, I see it could be, you know, full shot clock possessions up and down each, each time. But if Purdue's getting a basket each time, it's not yeah. going to matter either way. Uh, so I, I, I still think Purdue's going to win this one big. Uh, you know, you may be right here, but I, I just wasn't quite as confident as you. Well, I, I see it for Yale to win. Uh, You'd be right. Where they have to miss, Purdue would have to miss up, and then that last five minutes, it's five, six-point game, and Purdue, you know, it starts to creep into their heads. Why is Yale, you know, sort of neck and neck with us here, and they just get a little tight. Yale is like, what do we have to lose, and starts throwing in some shots. I I don't foresee it happening, but I certainly think it could be done. I, I think the, the pace matchup, sort of sits there where Purdue will play the exact same style as Yale. So there won't be, Yale won't be having to try to, you know, keep pace with better, stronger athletes. They're just going to have to see if they can execute as well as Purdue can execute in the uh, half court. All right. Uh, next up, uh, this one I, I grow angrier and angrier at, uh, basically, that these two teams are playing each other. Uh, it, it sort of drives <laughs> guarantees me. guarantees one to the next round. Yes, I know. But one of them is going home, and we're going to hear how these small schools don't belong. Uh, granted, San Francisco has won national championships, uh, just so everyone is aware. Um, 
uh, you know, I, I just, I couldn't pull the trigger on the odds on this one. Uh, San Francisco's one and a half point favorite uh, in this, 137 and a half on the total in this one. Uh, I made one bet uh, because, well, I think my loyalty lies with San Francisco. It lies with both, but I've decided that it truly <laughs> lies with San Francisco. I love this Don's team. So I, I, I made a, a wager on this on an alternate line, San Francisco minus six and a half plus 260. Uh, I, maybe San Francisco is just overall the better team. Uh, and Murray State, you know, isn't quite as good as we all thought. And San Francisco puts it on a pretty good. They've played pretty tough competition all season long in the non-conference and in their conference. Uh, so I, I did an alternate line, San Francisco minus six and a half plus 260. I thought there was a little bit of value uh, there, but uh, that's all I did for that one. I just will remain angry the whole time as this game's being played. Yeah, I, I, I tend to like Murray State here um, a little bit uh, more than you do. Uh, I think they're um, they're going to be able to to score uh, pretty well. Uh, you know, San Francisco they've had a pretty solid year um, competing in a in a tough West Coast Conference uh, this year, tougher than it's been in years past. Um, but I, I guess the lines moved a little bit. I actually have Murray State written down as minus one and a half. So I don't know if they opened up as favorites and now they're dogs, or, or which way it's gone. Um, but I like Murray State here. I think we're going to get the uh, the in-state matchup in the next round. Yeah, I think that's probably sort of what they were aiming for. Uh, so, uh, But I, I'm going to ride with my Dons, and then uh, they trot Bill Russell out there in the matchup uh, versus Kentucky, and uh, we'll see if they can handle uh, that. Uh, anyway, uh, next up, Kentucky-St. Uh, Peter's. Uh, I have nothing on this one. Uh I'd go Kentucky just because I think St. Pete's really, really bad. But once again, uh, I, I think Kentucky probably is staring at that game in the next round, knowing they're going to get a little bit of a push and might pull back, uh, certainly with some of the injury history of a, a couple of their key players have had all season long. Uh, so 15 and a half, 133. I, I, I'm just a pass, but uh, you got anything on this one? Yeah, I like Kentucky minus the points here. I think this is a, you know, in, sometimes with these these heavy favorites going into the tournament, if, if they don't have the momentum going their way, they can use these small uh, teams to beat up on and kind of build their confidence a little bit. And I think this is the kind of situation Kentucky's in here now. They need to see that ball going through the basket, uh, get the rhythm back from when they're one of the top five teams in the country. And uh, I think they're going to do that today. They're really going to cut their teeth on St. Peter's, and they're going to win by more than 20. Yeah. All right. Uh, I, I got a couple of advancement ones here. Uh, I'm going to start with North Carolina. Sweet 16, 4-1. Uh, I, I think they'd probably be only about a, a maybe a 2-1 to one favorite against, uh, or underdog against Baylor. So I, I see a little bit of value there. Elite 8, 9-1. to one. If they can get to uh, pass Baylor, I they're – they're probably a go to make a run towards the final four. So I, I think that actually the elite eight, nine to one is probably better value than the sweet 16 one. Cause if they beat Baylor, I think they're going to the elite eight and then final four at, at 22 to one. So uh, if we get good Carolina, there's a, there's a chance for it. <laughs> if we get bad Carolina, that's gone in the first round and you don't really have to worry about it for very long and sweat it out too much. Uh, the one I, I did really like Virginia tech to the elite eight, 12 to one. I told you about this one yesterday. I think there's sort of matchup 
is pretty favorable here. Uh, you got that game versus Texas. Then you got a game versus Purdue, who I am already sort of thinking Yale can play with them. I certainly think Virginia Tech can play with Purdue here. That gets them to the Sweet 16 in a matchup, you know, versus Kentucky, Murray State, or San Francisco. So I think they're 12-1. to 1. Pretty good value there uh, for Virginia Tech. They're probably one of the hottest teams going into the tournament. I talked about Yale. Yale Sweet 16, 12 to 1. If you think they're going to beat Purdue, uh, Virginia Tech, Texas matchup in the next round. It's not exactly a, a you know, a, a, you know, powerhouse sitting there in the second round so you know sweet 16 for Yale uh sitting there at 12 to 1 pretty good value and then my boys the Dons sweet 16 at plus 7 to 1 uh uh, elite 8 at 20 to 1 so uh I I think the Dons can make a run now uh if we hear after the game that the coach had already accepted a job somewhere I'm gonna be a little disappointed but uh hopefully the Dons can make a run here Seven to one on Sweet Sixteen, twenty-one on on Elite Eight for me. Yeah, I've got Virginia Tech as well. Elite Eight run uh, plus twelve hundred. You know, I've got them going to the Sweet Sixteen in my bracket. So uh, getting twelve hundred odds to go one bit further uh, is pretty good value, uh, I think. And then my other one, I like. You know, I had them getting knocked off by Wyoming, but now that my Wyoming Cowboys aren't there, I like St. Mary's and yeah. uh, Sweet Sixteen. St. Mary's at seven to one. Yeah, I liked uh, that one as well. I looked at that one. You, you look at that, they're coming. They're probably going to be – have a pretty – I think they're going to take care of Indiana pretty yeah. easily, especially after that tough battle Indiana had last night. And then, uh, you know, you could either get uh, a surprise in Akron or or a really battled UCLA, I think. I, I think uh, it favors St. Mary's to get uh, those 7-1 odds to get the Sweet 16. Is yeah, pretty good I, I think they'd relish a matchup with UCLA too as uh, UCLA <laughs> tends to find ways to avoid them. Uh, in the regular season, uh, playing them wise. So uh, I I think St. Mary's would really, really like that one. All right, let's move to the Midwest. And uh, I will say, this is where my most bets are. This is where my most advancement bets are. I just, the more I looked at this region, uh, I just see teams who uh, tend to underwhelm in the tournament. You've got Bill Self in Kansas. you have six 11s in LSU and Iowa State, who I don't think anyone can trust. You have Wisconsin, a common disappointment. You have Bruce Pearl down there. Uh, you have an Iowa team in there it, and a Providence team. You have a lot of teams that uh, don't uh, tend to bring you a lot of faith in the tournament here. So I, I got some craziness going on in this one. Not to mention LSU and Iowa State sitting there is probably the worst first-round matchup in the tournament. Well, yes, uh, that will come into play in my advancement uh, <laughs> for, one for sure. I will say that. So, uh, all right, let's kick things off. Uh, Kansas versus uh, Texas Southern or Corpus Christi. Uh, Texas Southern won last night. I think that line sits at 19. Uh, I'm a pass on this one. Uh, any Anything for you? No, this is an easy easy pass. All right, let's go to the uh, the big one here because I think this one's really really interesting. Um, San Diego State two point favorites on Creighton one nineteen and a half is the total. I, I I've shifted a little bit more towards San Diego State, but really. I'm more in the San Diego State advancement futures because I think if Kansas plays San Diego State, I look at that and I think San Diego State can sit there and bully them and make Kansas play a game they don't want to play. But I think Creighton, 
can sort of play this slow down pace efficiency game, win this game, and then probably get beat, uh, you know, overall by Kansas. So I, I really just struggled with this one. But uh, two point favorites for San Diego State total sits at one nineteen. You got any plays uh, on this game? Uh, you know, I'm I I really like San Diego State here. Uh, I'm not taking this bet. Um, you know, the under the over underline at one nineteen and a half makes you think that they think San Diego State's going to control the pace of this game. Uh, which they do in, in most of their games defensively. They really they really slow down these games. Um, I've got San Diego State advancing, but I, I don't really have a play here. Yeah, I, I got a couple plays, not on the spread, but on the totals, uh, like you mentioned. Uh, since Creighton lost their point guard, uh, you know, uh, a yeah. couple weeks ago, they've started to really play slow because they don't really have a point guard to guide them, so they tend to grind out games. Uh, San Diego State knows no other way, so the total at under 119.5, I'm taken, and then under 100 or less at uh, 575. If you saw in that Villanova, you know, Creighton title game, that uh, pretty much hit there uh it's not as good as value as you usually get for under 100 uh but you got two teams who i think at least certainly in that first half will be really really slow and cautious to start so i think you got a chance on that one so i got two plays on that one i don't really have a play on the game but uh under 119 and a half and under 100 or less at uh plus 575 i thought presented decent value especially knowing that these two teams are probably going to play pretty pretty slow uh in this one it's probably just how efficiently will Creighton hit their shots uh in that matchup all right uh Iowa and Richmond um I, I was a little bullish on Richmond to start this one out but I'm not quite as bullish on them uh in this one but uh Iowa at minus 10 uh over under sits at 150 and a half. I thought that was a little high even for an Iowa team. Uh, Richmond doesn't tend to play at that kind of pace, but uh, any plays on this one for uh, Iowa Richmond for you? I've got two. I like I like Richmond. I've got them plus 10 and a half. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm tempted to throw a little on a money line here too, uh, just because they're playing so well um, right now. Uh, but Iowa's been playing pretty well lately too, so that kind of makes me back off of it a little bit. But I love the getting the 10 and a half. Yeah. And I also like the under 150 and yeah. a half. I think that's a little inflated. Uh, I, I see this game being, you know, about probably 70 to 60 yeah. in that in that area. So so look about 130 to 140. I think 150 is a little high. Yeah. I'd probably take the under all the way down to 145 here. So I think that's a safe play. Uh, so I, I like both those bets there. Yeah. I, I did one thing with it. Uh, I, I went alternate line Richmond at minus two and a half. That was six to one. If wow, if you think Richmond's going to win money line wise, it, Iowa doesn't tend to get in you know one possession games. Uh, they're either going to defend poorly, Richmond's going to be able to score, and this thing's you know going to be played you know between uh, a five and six point game. So I thought that two and a half pretty good value there at six to one value so i definitely look at that if you think richmond's going to win if you don't think richmond's going to win and you're just making a, you know a spread play like you that's probably not worth you know giving up uh, 12 and a half points uh there but uh six to one just seemed like a lot on minus two and a half in a game i think richmond can win uh basically you're saying one in every six times they play richmond will win once by two and a half 
I think if they played six times, Richmond probably is winning one and a half to two of those games and probably by more than two and a half points. So I thought that was really, really good value uh, in that uh, to make a run at a nice little six to one shot uh, on a game. All right. Uh, Providence, South Dakota State. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I've had a full switcheroo on this one. I've just I've talked myself out of Providence. I like Providence. I love their coach. Uh, you know, to get this team uh, to where they winning the Big East basically is really really impressive. But I, I just think the South Dakota State team is really really good. Uh, I, I think they're actually better probably than Providence. So uh, I, I've totally uh, sort of flipped on this. I, I'm going all in uh, on the Jackrabbits here. Uh, I mentioned about alternate lines. I'm going alternate lines. South Dakota State minus 3.5, 186. 4.5 plus 220. 5.5 plus 260. I just think the Jackrabbits are really, really good. They're experienced. They might even have more talent, actually, than Providence. We've seen Providence just sort of win games on, uh, I, I don't want to say just overall luck, but uh, there's just been some shots that have been made that I don't think uh, you can count on to constantly be made, certainly when the pressure ratchets up in the tournament and you know you're one and done. They didn't have a great showing in the Big East tournament, so I'm going to go heavy on South Dakota State here. Yeah, I, I couldn't make a play here. Um my gut says Providence, but they they don't really blow out anybody. And uh, but South Dakota State, like you said, is very experienced. I, I I may be confusing them with another team, but I believe their whole starting lineup is super seniors. Yes, uh, coming back from COVID, so they're all six year seniors. I I don't think you could have a more experienced team than that yes. in college basketball. Uh, so uh, these guys aren't going to get rattled. Uh, they're not going to succumb to the pressure. I don't think. And, and Providence has proven that they. Uh, they they play around with these close games and and this might not be one that they can play around with and escape. Yeah. Uh, so you may be right. I may I may look at some of those lines and uh, and make some plays there. But right now I'm I'm at a complete stay away. Yeah. The other thing is uh, a lot of these guys you know are all from the same area, so it's not even like super seniors. They've basically been playing in and around together and with each other since you know elementary and middle school. So yeah. they have cohesion. They know what they're doing and. And uh, I, I just I wonder if Providence can hang with that. Now they're really physical, and that that tends to be what gives South Dakota State some problems. But uh, I, I just think the uh, experience comes in uh, on that one. All right, uh, you mentioned it, LSU, uh, Iowa State. LSU is five point favorites. Total at one twenty three and a half. I I just I don't know how anybody wagers on this game. The thing you could convince me is LSU's going to make a run without a coach, I guess, but I'm not 100% sold on that. I'm more sold that they're all putting their names in the transfer portal right now and uh, seeing what's out there. Maybe I grab Iowa State in that five, but uh, they've barely been able to score 50 points the last month of the season, so I'm a little nervous on that. Maybe make a play on that 123.5 would be the only thing I see, but uh, I, I don't see a lot, and uh, I, I don't even see this game being on my TV screen a ton. Well, is that 123.5 you said? Yes. Because I've, I've got it written down here, and I wrote it down this morning. I've got it at 127.5. 
Yeah. Uh, uh, I, well, it's probably moved. Uh, I'm looking at FanDuel odds, so maybe theirs has moved. So if you can get 127 and a half, I'd probably grab it now. Yeah. I, I've got the underplay here. Yeah. I think this game is going to be like 60-50, maybe. Uh, both of these are defensive teams and, and struggle offensively. Uh, it's just going to be a terrible basketball game. And, and we don't know how, like you said, we don't know how much LSU's got left or, or, or want to even. Uh, they may just be ready to go yeah. and start scouting their new schools. Yeah, it, it uh, probably goes one or two ways. Either they're going to play really motivated and they'll make some freak run to the Final Four, or they're going to score 30 points and uh, throw out a complete dud here. The problem that, is I, I'm not 100% sure Iowa can get to 40. So uh, looking that under 100 as well, yeah. you might want to take a peek on this game as well. Well, and that being said, like you said, even if LSU goes on a run, they win what? 70 to 50 yeah 60 to 50 you know they win but it's still on this underplay yeah. i don't see this this game going very high at all yeah i i don't think so uh as well so uh that's an interesting one uh to sort of peruse all right let's get to wisconsin and colgate uh i'm telling you right now uh this is my big, big upset uh, for the thing. I think Colgate makes a run here. Uh, this Wisconsin team does not blow me away at all. They've really been poor towards the end of the year. Uh, so I have Colgate plus the 7.5, and, and I have the money line plus 270. Uh, I also have an under on the 139.5. Uh, I, I think this one will be a creepy, crawly pace as well. Colgate doesn't play as slow as you probably think, uh, but I, I think they certainly will make an adjustment here and uh, see if they can drag Wisconsin into just playing one-possessions games and see if they can get this close in the last you know four minutes of the game. Yeah, I, I'm with you here. I've got Colgate plus the points. Uh, I don't have a money line play yet, uh, but I think they're going to keep this thing close for sure and, and probably have a good shot at the upset. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move on to another interesting one here. Uh, USC Miami. Um, I, I've had a little flip on this one too. I, I'm going to ride Miami in this one. Uh they're not deep. It's a little bit like UCLA where they got five really good players and the rest is uh, sort of a makeshift. But uh, I, I just think Miami's probably a little bit better than they look. I like Jim Laranega in these type of situations. Uh, USC's one and a half point favorite total at 141. Where are you riding on this one? I love Miami here. I may look at some adjusted lines. Uh, right now, I've got them plus the one and a half. I, th I think they're playing really good basketball. Uh, gave Duke a run for their money in that ACC tournament. Um, so I I'm going to take Miami here uh, over a USC team that uh, has let me down, especially going down the stretch. I think this is one team trending up, one team trending down. Um, really like Miami. Yeah, I I'm with you. I, I like Miami, too. I'm taking the plus one and a half uh, also in this one. All right. Uh, Auburn versus Jacksonville State. Uh you know, I, I a month ago, the way this Jacksonville State team was playing, I, I really wanted to sort of put pencil them in for an upset, but uh, they really closed bad that last month. Uh, Auburn 17-point favorites at 137. Uh, you got any play on this one? Had this been Jacksonville, yes. I, I, I might have liked an upset. Jacksonville State, not quite as impressive this season. Uh, this is kind of one similar to Kentucky. I like Auburn minus the points here just, just because they need to get their flow back, get their confidence back moving forward into these tougher games. Uh, and they're going to have a few games, I think. Uh, you know, They may have a little bit of a challenge in the second round against Miami, but I, I think they're going to handle this one pretty well and come in and win by 20-plus. 
Yeah, uh, I, I just, I threw, I would throw like, a, you know, a free bet or something on the Jacksonville State money line at 10 to 1. Decent value there. Uh, a month ago, they were really, really playing well, and I think everybody thought they were sort of uh at one point going to end up with like a, a 12, you know, seat if they continue to play as they did. They dropped off. Maybe they find it. Maybe they don't. I don't know. 10 to 1 just seemed like uh, a lot for a team a month ago we all thought was uh, playing really, really good basketball. Now, <laughs> they haven't played good basketball for a month, but they've had a couple weeks off. Maybe they find it. 10 to 1, I shot in the dark. Uh, pretty good value uh, on that. All right. Uh, I will say I have a lot of advancement stuffs in this one uh, just because I think this is the uh, wild uh, well, sort of bracket here. So well, uh, let me give my one yeah. first. Why and don't then you give your that. one and then I'll, I'll go through a, a bunch of them here. Uh, I'm, I'm sure you have this in amongst your list here, but uh, Colgate Sweet 16 at 20 to 1 odds. Uh, if they get that upset of Wisconsin, you know, we've talked about it. You get LSU or Iowa State next. Uh, I think they're potentially could be favored in that matchup. Um, so I, I like their chances at 20 to one to get to the sweet 16. Oh yeah. Uh, Colgate sweet 16, 20 to one. I, I think that's worth a complete shot. Uh, they <laughs> match up all right versus Wisconsin. And then you're being fed either a weird LSU team or, you know, an Iowa state team who struggles to score 50 points. And in that case, I, I do think Colgate, Iowa state would be in and around a very, very close spread. So uh, yes, I am Colgate sweet 16, 20 to one as well. Uh, I, I talked about it earlier, San Diego state, if they can get that matchup with Kansas, I think they can make a really, really deep run. So I have Sweet 16, Elite 8, and Final Four in, in this one. 6-1 to one for Sweet 16, 14-1 to one for Elite 8, and 33-1 to one, uh, for Final Four. If they can get that uh, matchup versus Kansas, I think they could give them problems. Uh, certainly the way they control pace in a game. I, I'm not as confident in Creighton, but 8-1 to one on Sweet 16, I think if they match up, versus Kansas they don't match up quite as well but I, I think they can push them a little bit and you you've seen the way Kansas plays uh recently in the tournament with Bill Self so you know I, I think having both those teams both San Diego State and Creighton uh probably pretty solid value to take them right now because you know you're getting one of them to advance uh into the second round and getting your matchup with Kansas there. Uh, Elite eight for uh, Creighton was uh, 16, and you mentioned it. They're on that weird uh, sort of side of the bracket where it's Providence, South Dakota State, Richmond, Iowa. I, I mean, once you're in that sweet 16, if you get by Kansas, it's uh, a road where you could easily see yourself in the Elite Eight. Uh, I, I'm going to take a real chance on South Dakota State because they got really, really long shot odds. And we talked about that part of the bracket where it's just weird teams and not very consistent teams at winning tournament games. So Sweet 16, 8-1 for South Dakota State. Elite 8, 25-1. And uh, Final Four, 100-1. We're going to see if we can get a a long shot South Dakota State Jackrabbit. The uh, six-year seniors all uh, cruising through in that one. We talked about Colgate Sweet 16, 20-1. 
And then we're going to go to the other side of things, Miami-USC, a little bit like the San Diego State-Creighton. I think both Miami and USC could play with Auburn a little bit. So uh, I have Miami Sweet 16, Elite 8, Final 4, 5-1, 12-1, 33-1, and the same with the USC at 5-1, 12-1, 25-1. So I I just think this bracket uh, on the Midwest could get a little crazy. This will be the one that's a little wild. So I'd make some long shot plays and see if you could win some really really big uh money out of that and see if you could cover your bets uh sort of for the weekend here all right that's our betting show we'll be back uh friday we're gonna record and uh see if we can do a little bit of uh you know uh the second round matchup on uh saturday and then maybe we could do a little pop in uh for sunday stuff we'll see how that goes but we'll be back uh on friday to give you an update on the tournament, see if we can make some plays for the start of the second round. Be sure to like and subscribe. Be sure to sign up for our NCAA tournament contest. The link will be in the description below. Uh, Anything for you, Dynamite? Where can we find you and all your picks and plays? Uh, you, you can follow me at GLN Dynamite underscore D. Uh, I'm still kind of debating how I'm going to do my picks formats, but I'm definitely going to do picks for uh, every day of the tournament. So look for that if you uh, if you want to see what I'm officially putting down on my wagers. All right. Uh, that's our show, and we're out. Yeah. 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 Yeah.